Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this episode, we get some exciting news from John on the job search front, even in the face of multiple canceled super days. We talk a little bit about poker, no limit hold'em, and postpone our meetup over a beer for two months when we both hope this COVID mess comes to an end. Listen to my advice around how John is trying to make himself useful in this new potential internship while working remotely. This could be relevant for quite a while. Enjoy. Okay, how much a, a month how much a month changes everything it is april yeah. 6th um when did we last talk i guess early March. um yeah or about late. a month ago yeah about a month ago and so now the world is basically ending um basically everyone's, everyone's in quarantine um processes you were in have now been canceled correct or yeah postponed indefinitely <laughs> so um let's tough game plan because it's kind of unprecedented times right now yeah let's do it um you're probably not going back to classes this year nope just classes from home right which means you basically can just have to take an exam and do homeworks right stuff like that yeah it's basically that yeah i mean some of my professors are making the like zoom meetings mandatory actually all but one Mm -hmm. Um, are so have to at least log in. Do you show but, up like that on your? Do you show you got a hoodie on and your? <laughs> do you have to show actually, your face? Do you have to show your face, or do you? Can you just log in? They ask you to, but I I don't. I just kind of log in <laughs> and sit there. Maybe do other things. I don't know. I'll go on LinkedIn, see what's good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, tell me what's been going on. So, like, I know since the last time we talked, um, you sent me a few messages showing me that like other places have been put on hold what's the what's the status right now of of your whole like all of your opportunities right now so previously to when we talked i was about to have two super days with two banks in la um i was about to be flown out to seattle for another a few weeks after that Mm -hmm. and then um another bank in seattle told me that they weren't going to pick up recruitment until a little later um kind of may i think they kind of foresaw everything that was going to happen um 
And then the the consulting super day that I had with KPMG, I thought I had that in the bag. I really thought I had the offer. And then a week later they said, yeah, they don't know like what they're going to need in like a few months. So they just said certainty. Yeah. Yeah. They said like, you know, thank you for your interest. We're super interested in you, but we're just going to have to put like, like the offer. They didn't really say that, but the offer on hold. Um, I think they had a couple spots open and I, I, I felt like I killed it. So I had a good feeling about that one, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And ever since then um, I've been maintaining touch with, you know, the banks that, um, that put like everything on hold. Um, one of them just said like, he's still like following up with the team, see what they want to do. Potentially they want to maybe pull like a zoom super day. Um, the other banks, they're just saying like, just, we're still waiting on everything. I think they'd rather just meet up in person. Yeah. Um, um, on top of, you know, following up with everybody that I've been in touch with, I've just been networking uh, a lot. Um, my connections well <laughs> surpassed a thousand connects uh, about a couple weeks ago. Um, I know when we last talked, I was like maybe around 750. So I've been putting in a lot of work on LinkedIn. Um, and then with the result of that, uh, kind of a new interesting opportunity came up. Um, there's this boutique in Newport beach, Newport slash Irvine. They underwent some restructuring lately with like their upper level management. They actually have offices in New York and Washington DC as well. Mm -hmm. And I, spoke to a director there who was previously an alum um at uci yep and then went to another bank and then recently moved back down here uh to newport beach and got a position with a boutique um they said they're looking to potentially hire an analyst soon they put that on hold um <laughs> like everybody else okay well no they, they put that she, she said she put that in hold like i connected with her in january this is before oh, okay. everything went down yeah, yeah, yeah. um and they put that in hold just because of everything that was going on with restructuring. And then she followed up with me in the beginning of February and I started having like kind of interviews with, yeah. I talked to another MD there. I talked to a VP there and I had a conversation with analysts there. Uh, pretty tip, typical, um, not as technical as I expected. It was more yeah. so learning about my background and learning about who I am. Um, and this past Friday, I spoke with one of the MDs again and they want me to basically start out as an intern this spring once everything dies down. And I pretty much made it like a point to him, like out of our conversation, he kind of asked me like, Oh, what are you looking to get out of, you know, this internship here? I was like, well, initially, like when I was contacting the director, like the other lady, I was looking for a full-time opportunity. So I kind of like on top of like me saying like, Oh, I want to learn more about investment making more about, mm -hmm other things. Um, I kind of said that as well. And he said, yeah, like that can definitely be an opportunity for you. Um, they just like one of their analysts just left, he lateraled somewhere else. So there's an opening there. I mean, they had a pretty lean deal team. It was one analyst, one associate, one VP. What, the and, analyst just left. Do you know where he went Yeah, or she went? No, uh, their LinkedIn, their LinkedIn hasn't been updated yet. Oh, the, per and, the person that left because yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing, man is getting in. So like it yeah. literally, if you have to work for $20,000 a year, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And remember you said that it doesn't so, I mean, matter. That, like if mm -hmm. you can get the relevant, the right experience, even if it's a boutique and you're only doing a couple mm -hmm. of sell sides, but if you have some M and a boom, mm -hmm. your next job, like you skipped, you've now skipped like 
years if, is if you had gone to that KPMG job or the other job yeah. for the consulting and we're trying to get to IB. Mm-hmm. You skipped years, especially if, if you keep taking the approach that you're taking with aggressive networking for mm-hmm. your career and you just keep meeting a ton of people, there's going to be like interesting yeah. stuff pop, popping up all the time. That's mm-hmm. probably the most important thing that you've learned throughout all this with all the crap that's hitting the fan right now is Pretty like much. when when shit hits the fan, it's really your network that, that bails you out. Whether yeah. you got fired, like when I got fired, it was my network. It was the people I, mm-hmm. I trained with at Rat Rothschild I worked with that that saved me. Yeah. So, and a lot of these a lot of these people that I've been talking to recently, like the new people I've been meeting, they really liked, I guess, like my fire, like networking mm-hmm. during this time. And they said, keep it up. And a lot of these people were laterals into their banks that they're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy I recently spoke to yesterday, he said he um, was working at a bank, Kane Brothers. Um, out in, he was in New York because he was interviewing for San Francisco and he said he went to New York. And then after a year, he, you know, didn't really love what he was doing. So he lateral to another bank in New York who only takes lateral hires. So he said like that, I think that was a great connection to make. He said, definitely, you know, let me know how recruiting right now goes. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely gonna keep that one open. And, um, another good connection I made was with, uh, um, CSUN alum, uh, at Harris Williams. And he said, yeah, like, let me know how recruitment goes right now. And, you know, in a year come, if you need, need a lateral, like we can talk about that. That's a great yeah. bank. I mean, if you could go to this boutique in Newport and then lateral to Harris Williams in a year or two, or even two years, mm-hmm. you're off to the races, man. Yeah. It's a great so, I mean, I think, yeah, I think like, I think they seem super like the boutique in Newport. I think there's, they seem super pumped to have me. Actually, one of the directors re- reached out to me personally via text, mm-hmm. which was like really, I mean, that's not i mean so I he said he said it's an intern so he said it's an internship that could potentially lead to a full-time yeah offer? full-time and Dude, i made it you're like set so like all you have to do is do the internship kill the internship right mm-hmm. Hi, mm-hmm. that now goes above school work yes graduate don't fail out of <laughs> yeah but like that's the number one priority is for you to kill it there and mm-hmm. and then even if they try to say to you hey we just don't have the budget we don't have the deal flow right now because that may happen like, mm-hmm. let's say if it's a, like in the summer when they're like, okay, the internship's over, mm-hmm. you basically want to be like, pay me 10 bucks an hour, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Be like, but I need, but I really want to be given the full-time experience. I understand you guys don't have the budget right now because the deal flow is not here. But if you mm-hmm. guys could just keep me on, I'll work for dirt cheap because for me, the experience at this stage of my career is much more important. Makes sense. Yeah. And they'll I mean, be like, that's... what the hell? But like, it's, it's the smart move long-term, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? you're right I mean, about the, that. And that's definitely other, something I'm going to take. <laughs> the only other better place, the, the only other thing I would say to you is if you could get into like a Rothschild restructuring group like I was in right now, it'd be... Yeah, I saw I saw your post on LinkedIn about um, like getting into a restructuring group right now, like or like the restructuring groups like DealFlow right now. It's insane, I'm, I'm, I bet. <laughs> yeah, like a Houlihan or a Rothschild or a Lazard. I'm sure they're super busy. Yeah, um, it's... I think they store all people as interns though, because he says his VP now, who I recently spoke to, um, actually I had a phone call with her today. Like yeah. this is my second phone call with her today. Yeah. Um, I basically called, I reached out to her again saying like, Hey, I spoke to your MD. Um, and like, I got the internship offer like verbally. Right. Um, and I, cause he told me to basically look into like start studying for the SIE. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm going to start doing now. Yeah, there's a uh, uh, so course you can get through WSL. I'll see if I can get you access to that. But okay, sweet. That'd uh, be that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, through a partner, so you'll probably have to pay something because it's like in a uh, partnership deal. But um, you could probably get okay. it on it. Um, okay. But basically, she was an intern at first too before she moved up as an and like before she moved up to VP. Like, she, how many people are in the Newport office or the the Irvine office, whatever you want to call it? Well, previously there was four. Five. There was, I think there were previously before the restructuring. There's like eight, and then now there's only okay. four. Okay. It's basically like they split, the partner split or something. Yeah, yeah. One one of the principals left to another bank, took an associate analyst with him, and then one analyst like fled somewhere else. Got it. Okay. And so yeah. the partner's still there, the lead guy or gal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lead guy's still there, CEO. Um, and then the MD, he, he specializes in healthcare. Um, okay. And he kind of does other deals on the side, but he said 95% of the stuff he does is healthcare. And then they recently brought in the new director, who's a UCI alum. She does industrials and consumer deals like ninety percent of the time, and then like ten percent of the time, she kind of just picks up whatever. And then the VP, um, they're kind of giving her like MD responsibilities now too. I mean, she got her MD from UCLA. Like she's actually like an actual doctor. She's an actual doctor. Yeah, she said she didn't like it, (laughs) and then she went went into banking. Yeah. And so she's doing some, she's actually bringing in business now. Yeah. Now she said, she said she's starting to bring in business. They're giving him more responsibility on that front. It was was super cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you go there and work a couple of years and grind or a year and it's horrible in terms of, you don't even, it's hard to know before you're there if it's horrible in terms of culture or whatnot. Um, If it's a great place and you, there's room to grow and you stay there. Awesome. If not, Mm -hmm. it's horrible. You at least have hopefully some deals on your resume. Yeah. I Um, mean, that'd be the best case scenario any deals on your yeah any deals on your resume in this in this environment <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah, hey man you're you're joining like the class of 02 my class and the mm-hmm. class of 08 in terms of great timing great uh, and although a lot of fraternity alumni are reaching out to like the graduating class too but they're not offering any like type of yeah um like guys from 08, they, we have like this big Facebook page yeah. of like everybody current to past um, fraternity members. And they're like, hey, if you ever need help or if you want to talk about this and this, like, let me know. Like my company might have anything open, but they're doing, they're not really doing IB or anything on that front. So yeah, Let, I reached out to about, them. Tell me about, uh, sorry, oh, you reached out to them? Okay, yeah, tell me what happened. Yeah, I reached out to them. I spoke to them, but they're mostly doing sales um, and yeah. software. Which is I mean, interesting, and I'm sure it's really like lucrative. But uh, in terms, lucrative. yeah, in terms of like my background and my like interests, it's not really there. Yeah, a lot of cold emails and phone calls <laughs> all day. I'm doing that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. I mean, sale. I mean, investment banking is a sales job eventually if you can move up. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I think. Um, well, that's great to hear. That's that's some that's some good news. I mean, so the offer, the guy basically gave you the offer, and so you'd be starting when? He said he said he'd like to. I mean, he said let's follow up in two weeks and see like where the public like public health and economic state, well, more more so public health, where the public health state is. Then yeah. um, he wants to get me in as soon as possible because he doesn't. You know, obviously, I don't have like the setup at home to do anything. You don't. So he's, why not? I mean, I have my laptop. Yeah, well, I can't um, but he says he says he, he said he'd like me to do like come into the office. I mean, I'm gonna reach out sooner than two weeks. I mean, this is only this past Friday. Why don't you say you'll come in and you'll keep six feet? <laughs> <laughs> this kid, I don't don't be irresponsible. No, I mean you got to follow the orders if it's like yeah, it's illegal basically to to 
but I mean, you could do a lot from remote as long as you have PowerPoint and Excel. If yeah, you could get on That's a call like this and be like, "Hey, just mute me." Mm-hmm. I can take notes for you, and then yeah, I can send over. or no, I'm saying like even if with the, with the if you want to help um, the director with mm-hmm. anything, whether it's like arranging a slide, taking off like some industry research. If she, I mean, the problem is like you're not really trained up on how mm-hmm. they do things yet. But if you could even just start getting access to files and stuff. Um, yeah, I asked her. I literally, I literally sent her a text. I was like, hey, if, like, there's anything you can send me. She said, just hold on, kind of. Yeah, know. yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to show that I was, like, eager to help and learn. And they're like, you know, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to reach out sooner than the two weeks that he told right. me to reach out to him. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, because my guess is it's probably not going to. In California, I don't think our peak is coming till end of April. Yeah, it's I don't know how it is down in Irvine, but I think New York's hitting peak probably this week in terms of um, how bad it is. But out here, I think it's been hopefully. I think California is one of the more aggressive states in terms of shutting things down. So I think it might, you know, fingers crossed, be less dramatic in terms of COVID hitting um, everywhere. The problem is, as soon as you open things up and everyone starts going back to offices, you know, it's just gonna start spiking cases. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Um, I think the first things they're going to let back is kids in school. That's like mm-hmm. critical. Um, but like, I well, mean, my sisters are done for the year. Well, everyone's done for the year, but I mean, even, even summer school, yeah. running like like preschools and daycare, so other people can go to work. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> A lot of people have kids okay. too. You know, and so like it's. I think that's going to be one of the main things. But then they're probably going to have to have all the testing ready. So I don't know, man. Like I can see it being at least a month more okay yeah so i mean i'll definitely reach out and ask him like hey like i have powerpoint i have excel i can definitely help from home yeah like just tell me you want me to run any sort of industry research you know to her any sort of analysis you want to send me any slides to clean up um we can start turning them i can do it we can do video calls on zoom or skype or whatever or facetime whatever's easiest for you guys and Mm -hmm. then i can do um yeah i can take notes and whatever you guys need so yeah i mean they're probably all working remotely, right? Or are they going in still? Um, all of them working remotely except for one of the MDs, the the guy focusing yeah. on health healthcare. Yeah, he says he can't focus at home with his the kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he. I don't know if he's gonna watch this, but yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> um. So I think, yeah, I think basically, I would try to be don't be crazy aggressive in terms of getting work online because mm-hmm. they just not want to deal with trying to train you remotely because mm-hmm. it's already Makes hard sense. enough to train somebody like live so maybe just be like asking if you can get access to um like their internet or their files okay. remotely. i think that would be good because then you could look at old models old deals and start getting familiar with like what they've done recently okay. um that would be helpful but yeah man i mean if they can bring you on even if they're paying you dirt cheap nothing having a job graduating to this in in the right in the industry kind of you want to be in um potentially long term to set yourself up to either lateral to a you know a strong bank or even stay there uh, or lateral to a really strong middle market shop to help you potentially get to the buy side or do whatever you want to you know corp dev corp fin um i think that's a that's that would be an amazing scenario coming out of this yeah Hopefully, yeah. Fingers crossed. I mean, I have a good feeling about this. Like, yeah. So, anything else? It, that so that sounds like you had been you had been chatting with them for a while. Or that that was a new one. 
Yeah, no, I've been chatting with them since like January. Then it was kind yeah. of put on hold for a little bit. Right. Then reached out to me end of February. Right. The restructuring kind of started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Um, and then anything else? You had a couple good other contacts. You said from from the latest batch of networking and stuff. Yeah, just been networking, uh, reaching out to people. I mean, getting referrals to speak with other people. Um, basically, everything that you know, like all the good conversations that I had. They either have given me advice to speak to other people. Who when you're reaching beneficial. out to new, when you're reaching out to new people, are you saying like <laughs> something like, "Hey, I know it's crazy times," or are you like, are you just being, are you doing the same exact blast <laughs> you're doing before? No, kind of like I know, like I understand, like your firm's not technically hiring, like right now. I, I kind of like throw in like uh, with the current like economic and public yeah. health climate. I understand your firm may not be hiring 2020 analysts or your firm, like you guys are all done, yeah, but yeah. like, I'd love to, you know, learn about you, your career and like the firm. Perfect. Um, yeah. They're really, they're really, they're really receptive to that. Um, and I think they're really happy that, you know, I'm reaching out during this time. Yeah. I mean, everybody's working at home. Nobody's seeing anybody. Yeah. If people are, people are open. To. People are open to yeah. chatting now. <laughs> oh, yeah, this kid so, wants to chat me about his career. He knows we're not going to hire him. So, all right, I'll get on the phone with him. <laughs> yeah but like when when they do when i do hop on the phone with them and i do you know i do get out show off my personality and you know give them my resume show off my background i think they're really receptive to keeping that line of communication open totally and you can make a, you know you could do a lot of damage over the next couple of months yeah and that's what i'm hoping for like just reaching out to these people and keeping the connections open actually there's this other firm this is kind of like kind of weird that yeah popped up on handshake like uci's like mm-hmm. um Okay. And yeah, handshake for the listeners that don't know, it's basically a uh, online like job portal for like that a lot of colleges use, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it pops up. A, mm-hmm. mm, this was an interesting opportunity. It's a investment firm. Mm-hmm. Call themselves a VC, but they do direct secondaries and startup companies. So they invest in these startup companies that are lit usually at their stage through acquiring shares from employees or other venture capitalists that are trying to exit. Um, Interesting. And I spoke to the analyst or associate, he's an associate now that posted the um, job on Mm -hmm. Handshake. We found on LinkedIn and we had a good phone call and we've just been chatting here and there on LinkedIn. Like I've just been asking questions about the the startup space, about different SaaS companies. um, And we've just been having like mutual conversations. He told me uh, at the time of our initial phone call that, they were going to put, you know, the recruiting process on hold until everything goes back to normal until they can bring people in. Yeah. Um, but that's something that really piqued my interest that, you know, once they do start being, bring people in, I'm definitely going to go in and like interview with them. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's a little, I'd be careful with jobs with like when you're missing in secondaries or doing kind of just making sure you're, you're looking very carefully about the type of analysis you're doing in that in the analyst role so make sure it's not like some weird repetitive analysis where you're just looking at like where it's not like a fund to funds type role where Uh you're you're buying up positions from from vc funds and Mm -hmm. yeah i think it probably would be interesting but it's i don't know in terms of how they're valuing these evaluating these um these companies so you want like I mean, in terms of like my future career outlook, you would say it's more beneficial to get some maybe like financial modeling or quantitative like valuation work. Yeah, because qualitative. my worry is you go into the space and then like you start getting into like these 
you get a little bit, it gets a little bit softer or you get yourself super niche into like software SaaS, for example, and you're only, you, you know, SaaS extremely well. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you're basically like an expert there, but like now where can you take that? Where else can you take that? Um, Makes sense. And apply, I mean, potentially other places, but um, like my, my greater concern is the type of work you'd be doing day to day there and how applicable mm-hmm. that is across a wide range of industries where it's like financial modeling and Excel work and mm-hmm. PowerPoint work is basically any company <laughs> yeah. could use that. <laughs> like any company can use those skills. Almost any company can use those skills. Whereas like if you're investing in like a niche type of like VC fund or in a secondaries fund, like if you're, if it was VC mm-hmm. where you're actually evaluating companies and like making direct investments, um, mm-hmm. I'd be a little more excited, but if it, if it's like a, if it's an odd, like fund to fund situation where they're, or they're only investing in secondaries, you just be careful about the function of, of this specific job, not how it's cool what they're doing, but what is your role going to be in there to think about like, is that good for me as my first step out of school? Okay. That makes sense. Because the other thing is if you brand yourself, if you brand yourself as VC, it's good if you want to stay in VC, um, long time, or if you're really passionate about like early stage, um, Mm but it's also could potentially hurt you if you do want to get into more of the financing realm later. They'll be like, everything says VC on your, you know, mm-hmm. your resume. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel okay. like, I feel like banking keeps a lot of doors open, which is why a lot of kids do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely like think about it and ask specifically but, about like yeah, the type of work. Of course, that yeah. Follow it up. Definitely follow it up. Learn more about it. Um, I think VC is exciting. Mm-hmm. um okay cool. it's a cool space so yeah for sure i think don't don't drop it just because i said hey it's just more about like due diligence do your diligence specifically around the role like really drill down and right. what's the day-to-day like for that like how yeah. are they even sourcing the the opportunities to to purchase these shares mm-hmm. got it you know what i mean okay, like cool. the employees are from the or from the um from the funds themselves you know mm-hmm. okay it's interesting business model this i mean they've had some pretty successful like investments on their site they've had four companies that buy po'd so seems pretty interesting nice. but yeah no it definitely it definitely makes sense what you're talking about in terms of you know trying to get that right experience out the gate yeah and you got to be careful too when they like let's say they were they purchased a secondary after like series c and then something something ipo'd that doesn't mean mm-hmm. they had a huge return yeah doesn't yeah, mean they killed not. it you know what i mean they could be like mm-hmm. they could be getting in late like or they could have had a couple battles. this much yeah they yeah. could have a little sliver they put in like you know five million or something like that and it, it great it went to 15 million but then they they wrote a check for they wrote three other checks that went to zero you know and you don't mm-hmm. hear about those so like it makes sense you know you don't know um so i think you know just drilling down a little bit into looking at their track record how long they've been around stuff like that's important okay um cool man what else is going on staying sane how are you staying sane yeah i mean just been going on runs which i've never done before <laughs> can't can't go out and play basketball so yeah i'm going out on runs um i recently picked up like studying like the game of poker specifically texas hold'em like actually ah. studying it the statistics behind it all right um, ready i'm gonna quiz you um, not that yet, but <laughs> what are your percentages of hitting a flush? Oh, yeah. If yeah, what are your percentages no. <laughs> of hitting a flush after two suits come out on the flop? I'll give you a hint. 
It's not 50 percentages of hitting a flush if two yeah on the turn or the river. Yeah, two suits. So if you have heart, heart, diamond, let's say, what's what's your odds of uh, heart coming out on the turn or the river? Okay, hold up. So you're saying what's your percentages of hitting a flush if you're you already know the flop? You know the flop. You got two. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you got two two hearts in your hand, and you have two mm-hmm. hearts on the board. So you just need one. You're one to a flush. You need one more heart to come out either on the turn or the river. Do you know what your odds are there? there's nine i mean assuming you can see the river assuming i know how to calculate like the equity in like your hand but like in terms of like you you can think of it like outs so like when when you're at the turn nine outs yeah nine outs basically i mean 35 it's about 35 yeah the simple trick is if you're on the flop and you have you have you basically do the amount of outs you have um if you're about to you know times four Times four, exactly. Times four, and then the, yeah. the river is two. Times two, exactly. Yeah, yeah look at you, studying a little. I'm learning a little bit. I played in a I played in a little cash game last night with some alumni. Nice. Um, I put in twenty five bucks. They all put in fifty. They're kind of teasing me at first. <laughs> I came out. I came out with a nice return. Let's just yeah. You take you take you take hundred bucks home at least. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A little a little more than a hundred. Yeah. So it was good. I mean, I've been reading a little bit here and there, so it's been fun. Well, cash games are very different from tourney, you know, staying, staying pretty tight. If it's small Mm -hmm. blinds can -hmm. usually win because everyone likes to gamble. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody was playing a little loose. Like, uh, yeah, everybody's playing a little loose. Um, there's one guy to my left who's playing extremely tight. So it's easy to call out when he had aces or Kings is easy fold. So I'm starting to pick up these things. It's been fun. It's a fun game, man. I love, I I was a co-president at Wharton poker club no way that's yeah. awesome that's awesome <laughs> we had a lot of house games <laughs> had a lot of house games at my apartment um yeah but yeah it was a blast i love the game it's 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 beautiful because it, it it combines both uh statistics math like you're learning that about that part but the psychology behind mm-hmm. it's really interesting too exactly. like picking up on the tells and stuff is so fun yeah so you mentioned you mentioned you said the probability like you're giving me the scenario of the flush you said the probability so is that the same as equity because i don't really have anybody to talk to about the game which has been what I've been picking up from um, the book. And I'm talking like, about probabilities is basically the chance of it coming out on the turn or the flop. So I don't know what you would call that. That uh, People call it differently. They say like, well, you're probably thinking equity, like full, is there fold equity? Meaning when you bluff, think of, you can think of like fold equity is a term they use basically. Are you gaining, are you, are you are expected value going up by betting in a certain situation such that the person will actually potentially fold a percentage of the time. That's actual, you're gaining mm-hmm. equity by bluffing. Um, mm-hmm. so sometimes the right move is to bluff. Uh, yeah. See, in, I don't, I don't, I, so, I know what that is, but I haven't, like, I don't understand it. Like I've, I've like, you're basically it's, it's, I think you can think of it as like um, equity is like probability of you winning. So you want to grab as much equity as possible in whatever situation mm-hmm. you're at, you're in. So there are sense. in certain cases, there are definite right and wrong plays. In other mm-hmm. cases, it's it's depending on like who you're playing against. Like somebody really tight, mm-hmm. somebody really loose. So like if you're mm-hmm. playing against crazy loose people, you want to tighten your range a lot. If you're playing yeah. against like super tight people, you want to widen your range, but then obviously back down if they're <laughs> if they make a stand, right? Makes sense. <laughs> um, Makes sense. So yeah, it's interesting, man. Um, you should go to uh, when this thing opens up. You should go down to um, I don't know. I don't know about down in Irvine what casinos you have near you but you, know, you can go to Vegas but Vegas the, the yeah, games are Vegas. tough now the games are tough because everyone knows like yeah. the basics now um, makes sense 
yeah everyone yeah, knows it takes years now to get good now. well with online poker too like uh kids that are 20 years old are better than the kids than um, the guys that are like 80 playing their whole life because they've seen yeah. the, the 20 year olds have seen more hands <laughs> and like the 80 year olds <laughs> because because they're doing they're playing like six tables at a time and they see all these weird scenarios that you wouldn't necessarily get a lot of practice with in a live setting yeah so makes sense reps just like everything else reps man reps reps <laughs> reps yeah get to the free true. throw line stop running get to the free throw line just start shooting your free throws <laughs> <laughs> you can't play at all you can't even go to everything closed down like the parks now. yeah i mean there's like there's the bicycle up in la then there's pachanga morongo south of us um but everything's closed basically yeah yeah it's cool yeah. i mean i have online there's poker. There's I, I miss I miss poker. Speaking of poker, I haven't played it enough. Three young kids, you get no time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, maybe we could start an online. Uh, we could start an online room, and get some get some guys on there. You can I'm do. You can still have like, to learn more. You can still have a a private. We could do like low stakes, like a ten dollar game, and just do like a private um, tourney through like poker stars they still have like the mm-hmm. everyone if everyone downloads it and you could have mm-hmm. like a private room they don't know if you're gambling on it or not right so it's yeah in that sense yeah just memo that's what they did they did a private room and they just memoed on the side can't do that we're not going to do that we're not going to do <laughs> we're not what, endorsing what's that <laughs> what's happening <laughs> we're not endorsing this um, i don't know i don't know what texas holdem is <laughs> yeah, so um yeah man no it's fun it's a fun game um so in terms of other stuff like you're at, you said you're at over a thousand connections now mm-hmm. on your LinkedIn. Yeah, over a thousand. So what do you think? Uh, how long before you hit two? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if I keep if I, if I keep it going at the rate I'm going, yeah, like three months, mm-hmm. June time. Um, if you know, I slow down. That surprises me. That surprises me that you know that it takes that long. Is it because you're being thoughtful about what you're writing in the message? No, I mean, I say the same thing every time. I think it's a matter of just people hitting, like, oh, accept. accept. Some so people like, yeah, respond. Yeah, yeah. Some people respond without actually accepting it. Like, the when I first contacted the VP of the boutique that, you know, yeah. I'm going to intern for, yeah. um, she responded to me, but she didn't accept. And then after the second call, she accepted. Got it. And so do you feel like your hit, what do you think your hit rate is right now? 20%, I want to say, 30%? yeah, I want to say like 25. You kind of hit like between there. Man, oh yeah. So you, at 25%, you got to be like 4,000 more connection requests to hit another thousand. Yeah. 200 a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe. It's a yeah. lot. That's a long time. It's a long yeah. time. But you can get there. But I mean, yeah. I mean, look, the point is just keep it keep it going because um no matter what happens with the boutique and stuff um it'll be good and you've had a couple good calls it sounds like even this past week even with people outside yeah that that yeah yeah that could be pivotal in your career in two or three years Mm -hmm. like that guy that's that's mm that's that's worth everything you've already done networking is having that one connection where the guy remembers you and liked you and puts you in front of the right people and you're prepped for for interviews at that point exactly yeah. So, exactly. yeah. What do you think about interviews? Are you like feeling more confident on the technical stuff now? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I haven't had like an actual, you know, interview in a while now. Like, I haven't sat down with the firm since maybe February. Yeah. So that's like two, two months, two and a half months. 
Do you want so, to do a little mock right now? Would it be weird if I said no? <laughs> Just no, that's okay. We can do it next month. I think you should do it though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm that. So in our next, can you can you open up our uh, invite for next month or whatever the next thing is, and can you write mock in there so we don't forget? Yeah. Do it right now. Because. Um, I did that with Grace recently, and I think it was really helpful. She was she was strong, like for a freshman especially, she was super strong. Uh, but there were like little subtle things um, in there, especially about how you how you answer questions around what's going on in the market right now in in COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's pretty interesting to talk about like what what type of uh, investments would you make right now? You know, mm -hmm. um, discretionary or you know, consumer staples or you know industrials, oil and gas, <laughs> some pretty interesting depressed valuations right now. Um, market had like a record day today. Uh, mask. Did you uh, see, did you see that? Yeah, I got the notification. Let me look into it because I've just been stuck. I had a phone call. I had two phone calls today and then I had- Yeah, no worries. No worries. Up over 7% all, all each in one day, 7.7%. The Dow is up 7.7% one day. So yeah, it's just- it's, What's that? I read though that all, like the market really has these huge returns though. Like you see these big spikes, record spikes during distress times though. So I mean, it's not. I don't know if it's like a really good reflection of you know the market doing well. It's just maybe. Oh no, just, we're still way down. We're still yeah. way down from the peak. I, I'm just saying it's. Oh, and I don't think I honestly think it's it's a little bit. Um, this rally that we've had, I think, is just a total fake out. Yeah, I think I think it's going to get really bad over the next couple of weeks. Um, but um, I hope I'm wrong. I actually hope I'm dead wrong, and I hope it at least like calms down a little bit. We don't need seven percent up days. It's just like how about a nice one percent a day where we move just one percent? Just a little bit. Just keep chipping at it. It'll. I mean, it'll happen eventually. But um... well, we just got to know. There's no until until you start seeing the the curves uh, sloping down, like in New York and in like a few days of actual um, cases and, and uh, deaths like flattening out. I think there's going to be a ton of volatility. Mm -hmm. I heard uh, cases in Spain and Italy, uh, at least the cases of infections have started to slow down. Yeah. I just don't trust case numbers. No. What do you trust then? Um, death, deaths. It's morbid, but I mean, they I mean, don't even that they're undercounting the number of deaths in new york because a lot of people are dying at home okay yeah, yeah so I like really, but but that, i think that's a lot more accurate than the um than the, than the case numbers when you're not testing anybody and with everybody with mild symptoms is staying home and whatever you know what i mean that doesn't make sense i mean that's a, yeah i didn't really I mean, think about it i think it's way. a lot more widespread than people realize so um which yeah. is it's it's good and bad it's good and bad news um, it's good news in the sense that it may already have infected a large percentage of the population. Um, mm. so like a lot of people have built up, built up immunity. It's bad in the sense that like, well, a lot of people are sick or right now, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but imagine they found out later that, well, I think, I think in China, they're saying 50% of the cases were asymptomatic. Like they had no symptoms at all. Yeah. So like, imagine they find that out or it's like 60% here or whatever that like, the cases are like triple what they actually like the positive cases are actually triple. And that's why it was so, that's why it's spread so effectively. Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, I don't know. The case numbers are just like whoever comes into the hospital. I see, <laughs> you know, when they get tested. Sometimes the figuring symptoms aren't even that bad enough. They won't like they won't keep like let's right. take. Yeah. Yeah, so. my uh, my wife um, is a physician. She like early February she had high fever, dry cough. She mm-hmm. tested negative for flu, and they couldn't test her. They said, "No, you're fine." This was in, this was in February. This was like before it got really crazy here. Yeah. Um, but she's seeing a bunch of you know she was seeing a bunch of people. Yeah. She had high fever. I mean, I'm pretty sure she had it. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, she's around you and the kids. So yeah, maybe I had it. And the kids. The kids probably had it, but they don't show. I think kids don't show it. I think their immune system just fights it off like a normal cold or whatever. Maybe you're just asymptomatic. Yeah, and I have a cough now, but I don't think I have it. But maybe you never know. I think I'm I'm a pretty weak immune system. I'd probably be having worse fever and dry hacking like uh, my wife did. <laughs> She's a lot tougher than I am, so I think I'd be in trouble. Um, but yeah, man, I hope I hope everyone's staying safe out there. I hope your family's staying safe. And you're doing the right thing by staying in, um, or at least going out for runs by yourself. And it's probably, it's probably the only time I'm actually going out, yeah. or like getting groceries with my parents. But that's really it. Um, it probably I'm probably not gonna be able to see you for another couple months. I mean, you're supposed to come this month, right? I was supposed to be there now. Oh, we were supposed to be doing this over a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, probably a couple months. We'll probably try to make it down there in the summer, though, for sure, if things calm awesome. down a little bit. Um, I assume, awesome. I think I think it's going to be another month, you know, probably mid-May, I'm guessing, before they start kind of not getting back to normal, but start, like, reopening stuff, like mm-hmm. going from non-essential to – or just essential to, like, slightly non-essential, a little bit more essential businesses um, and schools, and then kind of closely monitoring if that – if the spike, I mean, we may have another surge in like late May and then they, they shut everything down again, which would be horrible. You know, <laughs> what's that? Like, yeah, if we have another spike, probably not going to like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to shut down for the entire year. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be bad if that happens. So fingers crossed, they can get like the testing and the quarantining and everything done that they need to get done and get ramped. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy out there right now. It's, uh, it's scary. It's definitely a new world here at home with the three kids at home and my wife's yeah. now working from home doing like telemedicine and it's just like different. Um, she's go- I think she's going crazy. She's like, doesn't like- <laughs> she doesn't like it. So she just taking call from patients and they're just like explaining what they have. And she's zoom, like- zoom. And uh, yeah. she's using zoom and like even FaceTime sometimes when she has to stuff like that. I think they threw, they threw HIPAA out the window the compliance. Cause it's like, yeah. if it's a, if it's an urgent, patient that needs to be seen for like cancer or rash or whatever they need to be seen so so yeah anyways man i'll let you run um definitely keep me updated keep hanging me on skype let me know about this like when if and when you can get in um it's interesting let me know if or let me know what they're what they're telling you for the uh for the remote work if you can just start pitching in yeah i'm definitely going to reach out to them later this week i'm not going to wait for the two weeks and ask yeah uh, what the deal is and see if i can do anything at home i mean yeah just show that i'm eager to help and yeah, just you have powerpoint and excel i mean if even if they say it's nothing you could do be like are there any files i would ask you know are there any files i could get access to or their deal deal files i could get access to from pre you know the most recent deal so i can just take a look and get familiar with what you guys have done i think that would be good to show some initiative they'd be like wow he's like looking through old deal talks <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. You'll be good. And then you can maybe create a list of questions. You can ask me that you can ask me questions on our next chat or, you know, after a mock, or you could save them if they're, you know, if they're, obviously they're confidential, you could save them for um, the director, but ask them all like all at once. So you don't annoy her. We'll do. We'll do. Um, no, I mean, I and, then, and then, and then, yeah, just keep, keep grinding on the networking side, obviously with a, with a, um, with a tone of, I understand like you've been doing, I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. Shows yeah. Shout out to all those schools in California. Like I went, I used Sales Navigator, like you said. Yeah. Uh, went through UCs, Cal States. Went through the private ones, like the Claremont McKenna's. Yep. Uh, any recommendations? I mean, to like, like what next? Because like I have that you know commonality. Like, oh, we're, we're from schools in California. I would um, do other state schools. Other state schools like Michigan. Okay. Like any anyone that has a decent business program, Wisconsin. Good. Just be like, hey, we're both state school kids. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you'd be surprised because a lot of them had had a struggle getting in. Okay. So they may be willing, although they may be swamped with their own alum. Um, It'll be it'll it'll be a lower hit rate, but it's still I think a good place to start. Okay. Sounds good. Or people who love basketball. I mean, if people have that, like, if people have their interests on LinkedIn as they do, not as Facebook, not as much. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> Find people that are interested in poker, or basketball, or <laughs> yeah, seriously, any, any type of sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool, man. All right, well, I'll let you run. Um, let me know if I can be helpful over the next couple of weeks. But yeah, you're doing everything right. Um, and yeah, if you can get this internship. Uh, turn it into a full-time offer even if you tell them hey i'll work for free yeah um the my worry with that is they just may not have the work for you if they're like hey we can't hire you it's maybe because they don't have the deal flow I mean, and then yeah i mean they're only like four people right now so i mean would like would they need like this i mean i feel like they would maybe right but if they have a deal if they have a couple deals yeah they're gonna need help but if, if they don't then they don't that's the yeah. thing with these small boutiques is like, it's, it's feast or famine. It's like super crazy busy. Cause you're on like, if they all of a sudden get like three deals at once and they're like, ah, we only have one deal team or they have yeah. like nothing and they're pitching. Yeah. That makes sense. And I don't want to be stuck on pitches. Yeah. Although I would say better to be stuck on pitches than nothing. Yeah. Um, makes sense. So. All, so right. Cool. all right, man. Well, good luck. Um, let me know if I can be helpful and yeah, we'll postpone that beer to probably for a couple months. Um, and i'll make sure i'll have my celtics on, hat on next time you wear your lakers hat okay, it'll be cool. it'll be a very we'll get a good photo <laughs> i'm all for it let's, let's do it <laughs> all right man we'll chat soon See you later. good bye. luck bye and thanks to you my listeners at wall street oasis if you have any suggestions whatsoever please don't hesitate to send them my way patrick at wallstreetoasis.com and until next time